now. I don't know who he is behind that mask of his, but I do know when we need him. We need him now. I'll call him For some reason, the cool bars in Hollywood have to be hard to find and have to have no sign. This is the Cocktail Nation. Well, I'm back this week after a short bit of R&R, and this week I will reveal some of my treasures that I discovered travelling country towns in the 1964 Austin Healy hunting for rare vinyl. Some like to hunt for wild game, I hunt for rare vinyl. I'll bring you some of those tracks next week after I've converted them to uh, digital, clean them up a little bit. Jason Whiten is back on the show this week talking from the Spy Vibe lair. He's going to be chatting about the Avengers. And I've got some swank advice this week on country hospitality and politeness that I discovered whilst trekking about the regional parts of Australia. I'm going to play the Marco Polo Adventures right now and Night of the Tiger on the Cocktonation. This is the Cocktail Nation. Thanks to Ultraswank.net.
Coctonation with Waitiki 7 and Manila. It's Coop Cooper back from a break. You know, sometimes you need a bit of a break when you do something like the Coctonation, for example, that, uh, you know, it really does take up a lot of time, of, uh, your, your, your brain space, uh, working on social media, books and uh, social media pages and websites and all this sort of stuff. So it's nice to take a bit of a break and, and, and just kind of automate the process a, a little bit and uh, head out of town and, and forget about it all. And I was able to find some fantastic uh, bits and pieces and vinyl and things like that that uh, you can find in the regional areas that sometimes you just can't find in the city, mostly because those places have been mined well and truly, but just simply going to a charity store, an opportunity store, you, you'd be surprised what you can find. And I did just that, which is great. One of the great things I did get to see while I was out there was uh, in a little town called Parks, and there's this big uh, telescope dish that's out there. And it was actually in a film called The Dish not so long ago. It's an amazing story about how it was used to bring the vision of the moon landing to the world and uh, the dramas that were around that. So it's just amazing. This thing's been there since about 1961, so worth checking out. Let's get into the show right now with some spy stuff. Where am I? You're with Spy Vibe and Cocktail Nation. focus on a show that started the whole spy craze for me, The Avengers. Long before I saw James Bond, The Prisoner, or Mission Impossible, I tuned into reruns of The Avengers when I was about six years old. My first crush was Emma Peel, a female spy and renaissance woman played by Diana Rigg, and I loved that she was strong, independent, and accomplished in the sciences and the arts, not to mention her leather-clad fighting skills. I also loved how the writing focused on the affectionate friendship she had with her partner rather than the typical sexualization that we see in the media. And as for her partner, John Steed, played by Patrick McNee, I had never seen someone with such intelligence, charm, and warm humor. This was a man who adventured into a playful, eccentric world armed only with an umbrella and bowler hat. I had deep appreciation for his gentlemanly appearance, calm authority, and a contagious twinkle in the eye. Patrick McNeed's steed offered me a steady hand and some needed reassurance in a difficult era when I needed a role model. The Avengers began in 1961, and McNeed played John Steed with a number of partners until 1969, and then again in the new Avengers in the 1970s. The show usually dealt with counter-espionage, foreign invaders, and diabolical masterminds bent on destroying Britain as a world power. The tone was pure fun, especially in its later years. Another aspect of The Avengers was that it was filmed in the English countryside, around country roads and charming villages, which haven't changed much at all. In fact, many fans like to tour around Avengerland and see the original locations. The familiar theme song was created by Laurie Johnson, and to my ears, the rhythmic brass echoed Steed's vintage Bentley motor car, and the melody suggested the whimsy and action of the Avengers world.
you back here on the Spy Vibe Music Lair on Cocktail Nation. And please visit www.spyvibe.com, the home of 1960s style in action. Savitär ist 07 und alle Damen lieben Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. The Cocktail Nation. Been around. 
And they're for learning a lot about boys This is the important Making love 
with Ixta Hule there and Rohingran Dance, also Mary Stallings and Your Sensational. And we started off with Tiki Delights and Swank. 
do check out the Cocktonation magazine. It's a fabulous online magazine. It's free too, which is really cool. Trechikov's Chinese lady and Monica Ponsusan has passed away. She met the Russian artist Vladimir Trechikov while she was working in her uncle's laundromat in Cape Town back in 1952. And he asked if she would sit for him, which led, of course, to the iconic Chinese girl painting with the story up there. And just how did health insurance in the United States become tied to jobs? It's, of course, uh, not the case here in Australia. A very different uh, medical situation, um, which I think is probably a little bit uh, fairer and a little bit easier uh, to handle and takes a lot of pressure off you. But uh, your system in the United States, of course, uh, very often tied to jobs. Why is that? Well, I've got the story for you up online. And a guide to the ice for the home bartender. How to get it just right. Here's James Spencer and mysterious Jade Templer of Darkler from his brand new Exotica album.
Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. This is the Cocktail Nation.
Intonation with Dexter Gordon there and Dexter's mood before that Brent Layla and Law of Attraction. Also played James Spencer, Mysterious Jade Templar of Dakla. Swank. Ten times more addictive than marijuana. Swank advice with Coop on the Cocktail Nation. One of the things that you notice, and you probably know this is the world over, is when you go to country towns, regional places, you find that people have a very, very different attitude to life. And it's kind of refreshing, particularly when you leave the big city where everybody's sometimes a little bit rushed, uh, a little bit aggro, a little bit cranky sometimes, and maybe not so friendly. One of the things I found in uh, regional areas as I was driving about was how friendly people are. It was just fantastic. I remember walking along one of the streets in Griffith, which is a, a great little wine town, an olive town. Um, it's literally the food bowl of Australia. Huge Italian population that moved there in the 1950s as well, which is kind of interesting. The people were just so friendly. I was walking along one of the streets one morning getting coffee, and here's a lady out the front of the store. You know, it, it was like I'd, I'd gone back in time, and here she is sweeping the sidewalk in front of a store. And I had a, a fantastic chat to her. You know, and, and this is a lady who just said, Hey, how are you going? And people were like that all over the place. Another country town, I wandered into a bakery to get some lunch. And this guy came up to me and he saw this jacket that I was wearing. I was wearing a, an old radio station jacket, which is this nice big bulky jacket because it's the middle of winter at the moment. He wanted to ask me about this particular radio station. We had a big chat about the radio in town, which I knew a couple of people in, the, in, in this particular town. So it was just fantastic to, to um, meet people who are just so friendly. And it made me think, you know, people are too afraid, particularly in the city. They just don't want to strike a conversation with people. You know, sometimes it can be just the smallest thing. You'd be surprised what you can you can learn about somebody and how interesting this can be and the connections that can open up to you. So I certainly advise you uh, to, you know, not be afraid and strike up a conversation. So that's my swank advice for this week. Just do it. Do it with an open heart. You'd be surprised the results. Do check out my free ebook Swank Advice, available on the iBooks store. Time for a look at the World of Swank for pastime album clocks.com. TK Oasis coming up August 10. August 26, it's the Newcastle Jazz Festival at the West Leagues Club here in Australia. And July 30, a special tribute to the late great Jimmy Borges at the Outrigger in Waikiki Beach. And Tiki Day coming up October 1 at Disneyland. Here's Greg Arthur. More and more. Didn't know her name But I thought she was from heaven I haven't seen her smile before But I knew it just the same I haven't held her hand But in my imagination I can put my lips to her cheek And I whisper her name Where was she from? Who does she run to? Does she know that I would give my life? I'd give her all and more I could find a way 
I would be there beside her And all the world or nobody could see I wouldn't care The foolish way I'd watch Her there beside me Gazing at her smile, her skin, her long, long, long hair Where was she from? Who does she run to? Does she know that I would give my life? I'd give her all and more She know that I would give my life I'd give her all and more And more And Thank you. 
changes my middle name. The Cocktail Nation. We will sneak into the radio station, taking the place of the mist, so I can broadcast my genuine mental powers to millions of listeners, befogging their minds until they make me their leader. The Cocktail Nation. <laughs> 
Cooper, great to be back on the radio again this week. And Amanda Trovioli, Herbie Harper before that, let's fall in love. Larry Newcomb with Morningside Heights. And Frank Bennett, you're just too hip. Next week on the show, Justin Cristaldi is talking drinks. I'm going to leave you with Dickie Talk just now and Mizzaloo. Stay hip. (laughs) 